Good Friday afternoon, everybody. My name is Anthony Grossi, and let's jump right into the most important news and notes from in and around college athletics. Wichita State has confirmed the outside investigation into its men's basketball program and Shockers head coach, Greg Marshall. Noting they received full cooperation from coaches, staff, current student athletes, Marshall himself, and any individual who chooses to participate in order to conduct a fair, impartial, and thorough investigation. Marshall releasing a statement via his agent, quote, My coaching style isn't for everyone. Many players thrive in the system we have created and are energized by our team culture. For those players, I am a motivator, a pusher, someone who can tap into their greatest potential. For others, I can be demanding, harsh, or strict. I don't argue with those descriptions. What I am not is demeaning or abusive. I have deep respect for all my players. I believe unequivocally in their value as athletes, as students, and as people. Any portrayal of me to the contrary is wrong. The Minnesota Board of Regents voted 7-5 to to pass an amended resolution that will eliminate men's gymnastics, men's tennis, and men's indoor track and field at the end of the academic year, but preserve the men's outdoor track and field program. Pac-12 Commissioner Larry Scott on the hindsight of the Pac-12 networks, quote, I'm sure there are things we could have done differently, might have made different trade-offs, but there's certainly been a lot of benefit our members have gotten by having the network. And I think what we'll see in 2024 is the wisdom of keeping our rights and owning and controlling this ourselves, and being able to adapt to a rapidly changing media landscape where there's now a lot of streaming, a lot of tech involved. The benefit of what we've done in controlling our rights will become apparent to everyone. On 9am kickoffs, quote, if you're going to try a 9am kickoff which puts you 12 noon the rest of the country on the Fox broadcast network, this is the year to try it, when unfortunately, we're not going to be able to have fans. Under Armour has filed a response in a legal dispute with UCLA and points to the realities of COVID-19. Of particular note from the Baltimore Sun's Lorraine Mirabella, quote, Under Armour argues no liability can exist when a contract ends due to a force majeure event or catastrophic event that prevents performance such as a national emergency. If such an event lasts for more than 100 days, the agreement allows for termination by either party. Also from the apparel partner, quote, in the complaint, UCLA ties itself into not trying to explain away COVID-19. The latest athletic director to sign on to the Collegiate Coaching Diversity Pledge, Dixie State's Jason Booth, Drake's Brian Harden, Sam Houston State's Bobby Williams, Seattle Shaney Fink, UIC's Michael Lippitz, and Valparaiso's Mark LaBarbera. Washington Athletic Director Jen Cohen on football scheduling, quote, A lot of us are having conversations around football scheduling across all the schools for different motivations. My impression is that it frustrates me from an equity standpoint, especially if you're going to get judged when it comes to a CFP based on your schedule and you can't even get the same teams to actually agree to schedule with you. Cohen, who is in favor of college football to playoff expansion, continuing, quote, I think you should see your Power 5 conference champs have a chance at a national championship. And I also think we should be playing other Power 5 teams in non-conference as much as you can and not have one of those games cost you a chance to go to a national championship. I think our fans want that and I think our kids would love that. I think people are unable to be really aggressive in their scheduling because of the way the playoff is set up. Also of note, 50% of Husky season ticket holders donated their funds to the athletic department and 30% credited their funds to next season. Appalachian State Athletic Director Doug Gillen reports the department will increase its testing efforts after the Mountaineers were forced to postpone two football matchups and suspended practice twice due to ongoing COVID-19 outbreaks on campus and among other fall sports programs. While the department currently spends $15,000 per week on testing and is facing budget cuts and staff furloughs, Gillen acknowledges, quote, there's certainly expense that comes with testing, but whether it's financial or otherwise, there's expense with not doing more testing, unquote. Other adjustments include conducting more surveillance testing and redoubling social distancing efforts inside and outside of the athletic facilities. Old Dominion Athletic Director Wood Seelig on his decision to forego a football season this academic year, quote, very comfortable and very satisfied, content with where we are. 
There's still so much uncertainty and we just felt that for our 18 to 22 year olds, uncertainty is not a good thing. They've got a lot of uncertainty going on in their lives right now. We didn't want to add the uncertainty with intercollegiate athletics. We felt if we make a definitive decision and stick by it, at least that's going to be maybe a new constant in their life. The Athletics Christian Cable digs in on an anonymous email to Pac-12 leadership from concerned Pac-12 football officials regarding the league's implementation of recommendations from the 2019 Sibson report. Officials demand that a change in the VP of officiating position, a greater focus on officiating than fitness, and take issue with the lack of a pipeline with a group of five league as the Pac-12 is the only Power 5 without one, the lack of recent on-field experience of supervisors, and issues that still exist with instant replay. New Senior Associate Commissioner for Football Operations, Burton Hanks, replying, quote, I'm going to be meeting with all of our officials very soon. I think the Sipson report was very helpful in calling out some of the areas and challenges and things that we as a conference can improve upon. We've taken those actions. Those actions have been reviewed by the ADs and the officiating committee and the commissioner. They've been found to be satisfactory, so we're ready to move on. And that is all for your D1T and 5 for Friday afternoon, October 9th. Be sure to check your inbox for more updates on what is going on around the nation in and around college athletics. If you are not currently subscribed to D1T and 5, be sure to subscribe wherever you may be listening. My name is Anthony Grassi, and we hope you have an extraordinary weekend. We will see you bright and early Monday morning.